The App Guide podcast is brought to you by Newmob, N-E-U-M-O-B. Newmob makes sure your apps have faster load times and better performance. Newmob helps app developers keep their existing users and drive maximum revenues anywhere in the world. Go to newmob.com, that's N-E-U-M-O-B.com. B7Dev, that's B7Dev.com. App design and development, they make your app idea become a reality. The founder called Haim is a very good friend of mine, so make sure that you mention my name when you reach out to them. Thanks very much to B7Dev. Gummy Cube. GummyCube can help your app flourish in the App Store. GummyCube's ASO service is a complete program with the best technology and most knowledgeable advisors. To go and get your advice, go to GummyCube.com. That's GummyCube.com. And thanks to GummyCube for being such a long-term supporter of this show. And by Apptentive. Apptentive helped Credit Sesame build their trust, increase their retention by 20%. To get the full case study and to get your free mobile app consultation, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy that's apptentive.com forward slash app guy and thanks apptentive for being such a great sponsor of this show hi guys my name's lex deek i'm the founder and ceo of offer.com which is o f three r.com and you're listening to the app guy podcast the app guy podcast straight from your host paul the app guy Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host. This is Paul Kemp. So this is the show where we try to uh, delve into the journeys of our guests that are founders, startup founders, entrepreneurs, apppreneurs, and we learn from them so that we can then take those life lessons, those uh, things learned, and apply them into our, our own businesses, our own journeys. And so if you are an indie app developer, an app entrepreneur, or even if you're working at a corporate job and you think of, of leaving and starting this lifestyle as an app entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. So every day I get a, a new guest. And today I have the co-founder of PrestaShop. His name is uh, Bruno Levesque, and he is the co-founder. Bruno, did I pronounce your surname correctly? Yes, perfectly. Oh, perfect. Bruno, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you. Tell us about PrestaShop then. What is it you're running? So PrestaShop is giving the ability to anyone in any country to run a successful online store. So basically, you can sell your, your products online. Right. Okay. Uh, what gave you the idea to do this then? So originally, I started working when I was uh, 16. And I worked for a company called TheGuy.com, which was a, a shopping guide. And so for five years, I would be constantly on the phone with retailers. And I realized how hard it was for them, you know, to launch a successful online business. It was costly. It was very dif- difficult at a technical level. And so I, I decided to uh, come with a new product that would resolve this, uh, this issue, this challenge. Bruno, I love this already. You've just stumbled across the big theme. It's uh, successful entrepreneurs tend to solve problems. Is that, would you agree? Yes. 100% agree. <laughs> yeah. So you're working for this company, you identify a problem. What we would love to know is how did you go from knowing that this problem existed to then running and founding your own company? So it was a challenge, actually. So when you are very young in, in Europe, it's quite hard. It was quite hard at that time to raise money. So I was 20 when I came in front of investors and asking them for a million euros to launch my business and it didn't work as expected but one of them gave me an advice that would be to to go with the open source 
And then if it works to, uh, to come back and to meet with him again in, uh, in two years. And the open source is great because you build a, an ecosystem, a community, which uh, is who's sharing the same passion. So I uh, started, uh, I developed PrestaShop. And uh, a few months later, when we launched, we had a, a tremendous uh, launch with the, the open source community. This is great because we have lots of launches on this podcast. We've gone through the journeys of many uh, launches. I don't think I've ever heard about a launch to a, an open source community. So, so talk us through that process then of how you, you did go about launching to your community. So sure. So uh, at that time, I had only two employees. We were working out of a very small office in Paris, like 16 square meters. And uh, it was kind of awkward. Basically, we had worked for a month on the software. And uh, when we published it online on our website and on SourceForge, which is a, an open source project directory, we didn't know what to expect. And within the first 30 days, we had a, a thousand uh, downloads. But the, the best part of, uh, of this launch was that within the first week, we got our first uh, real phone call at the office. And by real, I mean someone that we didn't know who just went on the online founders had downloaded PrestaShop and wanted to improve it and give uh, suggestions to make it better. I guess this is called inbound marketing, where you put things out there and attract the opportunities. So following on from that phone call then, how did you progress the, and, and grow uh, PrestaShop? So we, we grew very quickly. To give you an idea, uh, at first the software was in two languages, French and English. And within only a year, it was translated into 10 languages and used by more than 10,000 retailers worldwide. While today, a few years later, it's now used by 250,000 retailers and in 65 languages. So how did we achieve this? We grew the community and enabled them to work with us on the software to add new features, to make it faster, to make it more secure. And I think this was really the, the key and it still is for us. Okay, so we all want to know, the listeners I'm sure would love to know, did you meet with any of those original investors <laughs> that yes. told you? So actually, <laughs> what I came back to this investor and uh, he became a shareholder and he's still a shareholder today. So that's, uh, that's a great story. And uh, I think every entrepreneur is struggling at the beginning. And uh, it might be tough, but you have to, to believe in your project. And it, it takes uh, a lot of time and energy, but it's totally worth it. I love that story. It really is. Uh, I guess what I'm learning from you is that uh, don't take rejection because you could have just given up from that first encounter with those investors, but you decided to listen, take advice, and then it, it, it became what it is today. And uh, that's what I've learned from you. So what, you know, during the growth period, then you've got huge amounts of retailers. Was there any breakout point, any, any spike that you just knew this was absolutely uh, taking off? And, and if there was, was it to do with any particular PR or growth hacks that you, you stumbled across? Yes, so there was a spike, I guess, when we reached 100,000 stores, it was a huge number for the entire company. And uh, it was kind of an achievement. We knew that we would still pursue a larger number, like a million uh, retailers. But this was uh, this was uh, a key moment for us. 
And I think this was 100% due to the community, the fact that the, the product was becoming better and better. And also, of course, of uh, my team who worked really hard and, and grew as well. So at the beginning, we had to, to do everything ourselves when we were only a few employees. And then over the time, we were able to hire experts and talents in, uh, in key areas. And another big challenge, which I do get from the community, the Appster tribe listening to this, is sourcing talent, uh, getting co-founders on board and actually going for the right team. Do you have any advice for us on how you attracted your team and grew your team? Yes, it's definitely a, a challenge in the life of, in the life of every entrepreneur. And the first thing that I'm checking when I'm doing a, a job interview is the, the passion that the, the candidate, the applicant has. And for me, that's the, that's the key. You have to make sure that you are 100% aligned with the, the core values of the company and the, the company's culture as well. And for us, it's even more important because we have a very large community, the open source community, and we have to make sure that the employees that we hire care about the community and we do the right thing for the community. And that's very important to, to us. So really take the time to make sure that your employees will be aligned with your values and culture. So we spent a lot of time talking about communities on this show. One of the popular platforms right now is Slack. A lot of people thinking about how to grow their own community. Do you have any tips on how to grow a community and how to keep people engaged? Yes, I think it's a, it's a combination of efforts. The first one, which should be the easiest, is you should care about your community and you should try to meet with them and to animate the community. So for instance, this year, PrestaShop, we, we organized 250 events worldwide. And uh, an event can be, for instance, a meetup with as little as uh, 20 people meeting over a beer and sharing best practices, challenges that they are facing. And this is amazing to them because they are not, you know, most of the time entrepreneurs are alone behind their desk and computer, especially online. And these kind of events is giving them the ability to meet and not being alone. So this will be the tip number one. And then tip number two is... Uh, really motivate them, incentivize them, and enable them to contribute to, uh, to your product, especially if it's uh, an open source product. So let them know that feedback is really valuable and that you, you do care about their contributions and that you and them are forming a, a team along this, uh, this, this journey. This is amazing. So I just want to recap where we're at. So you, at the age of 20, went into an investor meeting and you didn't really have any experience of running your own company, but you had this passion for a problem. And within a short space of time, you've now grown from pretty much nothing to 250,000 retailers running 250 events <laughs> in 65 languages. I mean, is this, is this success to you or do you feel like you need to achieve more? Both of them, actually. So yes, I think it's success and I really owe it to, uh, to my team and the, and the community. And at the same time, every time you, you unlock a new achievement as an entrepreneur, you're thinking about the next one and how you're going to reach it. So, so yes, I, I'm very proud of what we, we built that uh, I feel we can do even more. If there was a single thing then you could advise anyone who's listening to this, who's getting very inspired, especially if they're a 20-year-old and they want to do something 
amazing with their life. What one thing would you recommend they focus on to be successful? I would say for me, the key was to, to pursue my passion. Since I was very young, I knew that I wanted to work in the IT field. And at the same time, I was loving sales, you know, and I was trying to find the perfect match that would combine these, these two passions. And I think that's the key. If you wake up in the morning and you're not happy, uh, you don't truly enjoy what's going to happen in, in your day or in your week as an entrepreneur. I think that's what you, you can call failure. So clearly as a, as a young entrepreneur, I would make sure that I'm starting a business that I'm very passionate about and for which I can spend, you know, all my time and energy. This episode is brought to you by B7Dev. That's b7dev.com. It's run by a good friend of mine, Haim Sajnowski, and they have a great reputation for building apps. So if you are looking to become an app entrepreneur, maybe you can't code on your own, you need some support, I recommend this app building company for you. They will make it easy for you. Now, don't just take my word for it. Let me read out a testimonial from Sharon Drury, who's from Plaintree Family Productions, founder. Always really good to rely on founder recommendations. They say, I have been working with Haim and his team for almost two years. They developed for me an iOS game for kids. Each time we worked together, I was thrilled with the level of professionalism and results. It's been a pleasure to work with Haim and his team, both professionally and personally. Highly recommended. I highly recommend this team. It's very reliable. Thank you very much to Haim and very, thank you very much to B7Dev for supporting the AppGuy podcast. Newmob, N-E-U-M-O-B.com. So I want to quickly talk about the difference between how traditional website CDNs work and how Newmob works to speed up mobile apps. Traditional website CDNs do an excellent job of concentrating on the first mile and the middle mile of an app's session, but don't have an app-centric solution for the final mile, the mobile mile, between the edge of the internet and the user's device. Mobile internet, yes, but apps, no. Cloud latency and packet loss retransmission and congestion are issues that occur when a session travels from the app's data center to the user's device. These problems are greatly compounded in a developing world on slow mobile networks. Newmob has a purpose-built solution for the first, middle, and last miles traveled in every app session. The Newmob Accelerator is the world's first end-to-end accelerator for app developers. Delivered as a two-line SDK, it provides a mobile app with instant access to acceleration features at all stages of the mobile delivery process. The first mile, the middle mile, and the mobile mile. So I highly recommend going to newmob.com. That's N-E-U-M-O-B.com. And thank you very much to Newmob for supporting this show. So there's two more things, Bruno, that we need to do before we say goodbye to you. One is that many of us try to Imagine what it's like to be an entrepreneur, to be a, an owner of your own business and your own destiny, but we don't quite understand what a typical day is like. I just wondered, are you able to give us a sense of your, what it is that you do during the day, like a, you know, your lifestyle choices as an entrepreneur? Sure. So, you know, there are, the first thing to know is that there are different phases. When you start a business, usually it's pretty small. And the CEO is really doing all kinds of jobs. So I was doing payroll, accounting, sales, programming, almost every single job in the company. And I think that's very important. So then you could hire the right people for the next phase. Then as it's growing, you try to focus on growing sales and your team. So you're going to spend more time on hiring. And this took 
almost 70% of my time in, after the, the second or third year. And then it's changing. You spend more time with investors, maybe shareholders to make sure the company will be sustainable over the, the long time, you know, the long term. And uh, today it, is, it has been eight years now that uh, I co-founded PrestaShop. I'm living in San Francisco and I'm splitting my time between strategic alliances with uh, partners that we have in the Silicon Valley, innovation and investors and shareholders relationships. And this is really fascinating. You know, it's, uh, it's a new stage, a new phase for me since, uh, since a year now. And that's, uh, that's very interesting. And that's what I love about getting an insight into your journey is because we can learn that there are so many different phases to the journey of a business. And you've just described it perfectly for us, absolutely perfectly uh, on what it, what people can expect as they co-found their own businesses. So the final thing then is, is really, we like to learn about new productivity tools or anything that can help us with our day-to-day work. Uh, I wondered if you had a hot tip for us in something that you use, whether it's a, a piece of software or an app, something you use to help you with your day. Yes, sure. So we are using two tools. So myself, I'm using Trello to get organized, you know, and uh, it's very useful for your professional life and personal life as well. So it's a to-do list uh, product. And for the company-wide, we are also using Nutshell, which is a great uh, CRM tool, I think, for SMBs. And basically, it enables you to handle your leads and uh, make sure that you, you get organized and follow up with your customers which is uh, always a, a challenge when you are growing fast. So I, I really love these, uh, these two tools. Yeah. And you're in San Francisco. What's that, what's that like to live in? It's a great city. You know, I'm truly amazed by the population here. You have a lot of talents, a lot of experts. What I do like is also you have almost 2,000 meetups per month, which is amazing. So you can really pick any of them in, in a field you are interested in. And you're going to learn something new. And this is what I like in this new, new phase is really, I'm learning again, you know, from the, from the best, best ones. And this is great. That is terrific. So to everyone listening, you can go and get uh, links to Bruno and the show. Just go to episode 441 on theappguy.co. That's theappguy.co. But in the meantime, Bruno, I guess I should really ask, like anyone listening to this, what sort of um, retailers are you looking to attract and, and what sort of users are you looking to attract? You know, tell us about who your ideal, uh, what's the ideal person and what should they do with PrestaShop? So the ideal retailer could live anywhere in the world. <laughs> this is a great thing. And they could sell almost any kind of products. Our current retailers are selling products across 400 different market segments. And it goes from selling cars to selling Food, maybe ebooks, hotel nights, cooking classes. You could sell anything you, you like. So it's really open to everyone. It, it was my, uh, my initial vision. So anyone can start a PrestaShop store at uh, prestashop.com. Wonderful. How can people best reach out to you as well and, and connect? They can add me on LinkedIn and I'm usually pretty open and, and flexible to meet with uh, any entrepreneur or, or uh, aspiring entrepreneur. So in case you are stopping by San Francisco or Paris, please, uh, please say hi. Two of the most amazing cities in the world. So <laughs> Bruno, it's been an absolute pleasure. I have loved going through your journey and an inspiration. If someone doesn't 
leave their job and pursue a life as an entrepreneur following this chat, then I'll be surprised. So Bruno, thanks for joining us on the App Guide podcast. Thank you, Paul. Thanks to our sponsor, Newmop, who provides app acceleration for the mobile first world that we all live in. Startup app owners and developers are invited to accelerate their Android and iOS apps for free and see just how much better their apps load and perform using Newmob. Check it out at newmob.com. That's N-E-U-M-O-B.com. Remember to check out b7dev.com, app development you really enjoy. Remember that Haim Sajnovsky will sort you out. If you do say that you come from the App Guy podcast, Paul Kemp, then you're going to get a good deal. b7dev.com. Thanks very much for supporting this podcast. <laughs>